Hello, nosy neighbors. This is Mary. And this is Kylie. And you are listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. For those nosy neighbors who want to be heard, open your window and, and shout out. <laughs> Send a shout out for our 100th episode. Send us a shout out for our 100th episode. It's coming up. Yes, in only just a couple weeks. We've done this 100 times, you guys. It's <laughs> crazy. We're, 100. It's like going from the training wheels. I feel like we're starting to cycle along more. Yes. So. Hopefully we make more sense now and we don't sound bad. Yes, we're <laughs> utilizing our brains a little bit to not use filler words as much. <laughs> Hopefully. This is true. This is true. Remember to email it to us at sippingwithsnapped at gmail.com. Yes, please. Fingers together. We are clasping. We are <laughs> clasping right now. Yes. Think of it like sending a birthday card, you know? Send us a voice memo birthday card, please. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> you don't even have to spend 65 cents for a stamp. It's free. It's free. It just It's is, free. It's just your time. time. Send us your love, please, because we love you and we want to hear from our neighbors. Yes. And we want our neighbors to hear from each other. It's like a group introduction. It's like a block party. <laughs> so do you want to know my drink? Yes. What are you sipping on tonight? Oh, neighbors gather around. We're getting into the nitty gritty. Come out. Come, come out. Closer. Come out wherever you are. Yes. Open your windows. <laughs> it's called a Hoosier Heritage. Oh. Have you ever heard of the Hoosier State? I only know it from the movie The Hoosiers. Yes. Hoosiers. But I don't know where the state is. I just know the basketball <laughs> team. The Indiana Hoosiers. There we go. I was like, it's Midwestern somewhere. For those of you that have not seen Hoosiers, mm -hmm. it's a movie and it was filmed in 1986 and it stars Gene Hackman and it's very, very good. It, yes, it is. It's oh, a good, it's so good, heartwarming, triumphant <laughs> sports movie. It's like a basketball Rudy. Rudy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or Remember the Titans. Yes. Or one of those. I would say PG, rated PG. Yeah. So the Hoosier Heritage is the quote unofficial unquote state drink since 2015. Ooh, what's in it? It is one and a half ounces of whiskey. Nice. This is something you should make. Yeah. One ounce apple cider, mm -hmm. half ounce lemon juice, mm -hmm. half ounce maple syrup. What? A pinch of cayenne. Uh-huh. And a sprig of rosemary for garnish. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That sounds like it would actually be really good, though. Potent. Because I like apple cider with whiskey. Whiskey. I like lemon with whiskey. Mm -hmm. The maple syrup throws you a little bit. Yeah. And then the fresh rosemary. It's kind of like a simple syrup. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like a simple syrup with a twist. Yes. Mm -hmm. It sounds like a really like warms you up drink. Yes. You know, like yes. a real wintry. I can see it. And Indiana is a place that we've not been yet. No way. 
welcome Hoosier State. <laughs> Hoosier State. We are going to talk about your murder yeah. <laughs> in the neighborhood. <laughs> We're going to talk about your hood. Yes. Today I bring you to Hammond, Indiana. It's H-A-M-M-O-N-D. That's more like the hood. <laughs> Hammond, Indiana is up in the tippy top northwest corner of Indiana. Mm-hmm. So it borders Illinois and Lake Michigan. Oh, tippy top. Okay. And it's a neighbor of Gary, Indiana, which I'm sure anyone who's familiar with the music man, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. <laughs> I was going to say, I feel like I heard of that and registered it only because its name is Gary. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You always clock a Gary, you know, no matter what. Gary. Mm. Gary. Well, since uh, Hammond is so close to Chicago, it's considered a suburb of Chicago. No way. Hammond, Indiana. Mm -hmm. Hammond, Indiana replaced Gary in 2020 for the most populous city Uh in Lake County. Wow. So it grew. Yes. It has 77,879 people as of 2020. Wow. Like I said, uh, many of the people that live there work in Chicago. Yeah, because it's so close. Fun fact. Hammond, Indiana, lost to Taiwan in the 1972 Little League World Series. Whoa, they were in there. Since it's baseball season. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, man. And Hammond, Indiana, was the home of Gene Shepard. Who's Who's that? that, You ask? (laughs) Who's that? I'm asking, as all neighbors are. He wrote his own semi-true coming-of-age tale entitled A Christmas Story. Oh, snap! Yes, on TV. Every Christmas day. Back to back to back to back to back. Yes! Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome! Isn't that neat? And that house is still there. Have you seen the second one? I've not. I tried it, but I tried it on Christmas Day being like, oh, the girls will be entertained with their new toys, which lasted all of 20 minutes. A lot of the same cast is on there. The kids all grown up. Yes, exactly. So I was like, I want to watch this, but I couldn't. So I watched like the first five and then. Yes, yes. I heard it's really good though. So it's based on Hammond, Indiana, essentially. Yes. Wow. Neat. So I'm going to introduce you to Paul Komayeti, mm-hmm. K-O-M-Y-A-T-T-I, Komayeti Sr. Uh-huh. He was born on November 23rd, 1917 in Indiana. Wow. He married his first wife, Sue, on February 13th, 1943, but she tragically died somehow, and I have no idea how because I couldn't find it. Oh, isn't that the worst? I wish that all deaths were more reported yes. nowadays. Yes. Because sometimes they're just like, so-and-so died, and it's one sentence. He died. He remarried and her name was Rosemary Bridgewater. Nice. Hence the rosemary in the drink. Love it. (laughs) She was born on September 4th, 1925. Mm -hmm. So she's eight years younger and she was one of 10 children. Wow. So she and Paul Sr. had two children of their own. Mm -hmm. A son born in 1966 named Uh, Junior. The Junior. Paul Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Paul Jr. Good. And a daughter born 10 years earlier in September 1956 named Marianne. Rosemary and Marianne. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) And they lived in Hammond. So like she 
sort of did the same thing. I love it. Sort of, yes. Yeah. Like, well, if you got one, I got one too. Uh-huh. Marianne, the daughter, grew up and she married an, a man named William Vandiver. Ooh. And he was born on August 26, 1948. Mm-hmm. He was eight years older than Marianne. Oh. William had a criminal past. So needless to say, Paul Sr. did not like this match. Uh-uh. And he demanded that they get divorced. Oh, so they already got married. Yeah, they're married. Without his consent. Yes. Yes. Got it. Got it. I don't know about their childhoods, but the kid grew up and got married. Yeah. Back then, we're talking (laughs) about, that was back when kids were seen and not heard. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the criminal past that William supposedly had Mm -hmm. was a rumor that he did kill somebody. Oh, wow. And that's why Paul Sr. was like, no, get rid of him. Yeah. But love is blind and they stayed together. Of course. Paul Sr., he liked to drink on occasion. (sighs) And sometimes when he drank, he drank too excess yeah when he did this he became loud and violent Mm. rosemary paul jr and marianne did not like this behavior no no rosemary was constantly belittled by her husband oh he was verbally abusive made her beg for money when she needed it oh yes no senior was very strict to junior Mm -hmm. and he didn't even allow junior to date oh Oh, but that's back when you had to court someone at 17. (laughs) The courting whole dating process was a whole to do. Mm -hmm. And then Marianne, the daughter, she suffered the same verbal abuse that her mother did. Drinking and abuse by senior became so bad Mm -hmm. that mother and children wanted senior dead. Oh, wow. They were like, we want him out of here. Yeah, not just divorce isn't good enough for him. He needs to just be gone. So he stops doing this. Get him out of here. Yeah. So then when William, the husband, Marianne's husband, mm-hmm. heard of this, you would think he would go to authorities, but no, he said, yeah, I want in. <laughs> he was like, you know what? Me too. I also hate this man. Let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> let's let's go. Let's go. No laws. So they tried several times to kill him. Several? Once by giving him nitroglycerin tablets instead of his medicine. Oh. Another time they put rat poison into his coffee oh my gosh but this man is just so drunk that he's just like well i'm 100 percent alcohol and i'm eating through <laughs> the rat poison uh-huh. and the glycerin <laughs> and then another time they combined the rat poison cocaine and codeine and mixed it into his food what it didn't work oh my god he just felt amazing <laughs> <laughs> each attempt failed oh my god so they were afraid that he was gonna like go to the doctor and doctors gonna say hey let's test your blood (laughs) yeah eventually because how many times there's so much (laughs) build-up on march 19th 1983 wait 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 did you say 83 yeah 1983 oh wow paul jr's about 17 mary ann is 26 and william is 34 and then senior would be 65 66 that's crazy to me because just hearing the jump from 1917 to 1983 made me think like oh my god he's 100 but he's only (laughs) 66 at this time he's 66 wow then on march 19th 1983 Mm -hmm. they came up with a plan to knock him out with ether oh and inject air into his veins oh god this action would cause an arterial gas embolism yeah 
Yeah. Which could cause a stroke or a heart attack. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Oh, that's that's vile. That's like owie. Yeah. They decided to put their plan into action. Oh. On the early morning of March 20th, so the next day, uh-huh. William and Marianne, so the husband and wife, the daughter and her husband, mm-hmm. waited outside of the house watching for a signal from Junior, uh-huh. who was 17 at this time. Oh, man. Oh, that 65-year-old senior was asleep. <laughs> and that signal was a like a flashlight flash. Uh-huh. So the couple entered the house, but then they had to change their plan at the last minute because they forgot to obtain ether. Oh my gosh, our plan has <laughs> two parts. Ether and a syringe. And then syringe. Yes. And you forgot <laughs> one part. I wanna... This is why you write checklists, people. Who was in charge of what? <laughs> I, wait, I just can't get over the fact that they <laughs> forgot Ether. And that was the first part of their plan. Yes. It's not yes. even the second part. It's not like, oh, we forgot <laughs> the second part. Now that he's knocked out. We forgot the air. <laughs> Like, oh, we forgot the air. And then we're like, there's air all around us. You could picture it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. William, Marianne, and Paul Jr. entered the room. They sprang onto the bed and tried to smother Senior. Oh. But Senior fought for his life, of course. <gasps> uh huh. So now another attempt was bungled. No freaking way. Wait, wait, wait. They didn't let him escape. Okay, okay. Not wanting another failed attempt, William ran forward uh-huh. with a fish fillet knife in his hand. What? Yes, he just carried a fish fillet knife with him. <laughs> Trigger warning he stabbed senior in the back william said quote at least a hundred times oh oh wow wait whoa yes and then william also used a gun Uh to hit senior in the head six or seven times oh so he was called pistol whipped yes Mm -hmm. that's when you would stand on the side and be like okay man okay um uh a i will i think (laughs) mm, i think he's gone Mm -hmm. and then he's just like still going a hundred times times. think of how many when people work out they do reps of 10 (laughs) (laughs) i'm thinking it felt like a hundred times because this was his quote quote at least a hundred times okay but actually it was probably like 25 yeah <laughs> yeah when you work out and you lift it it feels like a hundred times my muscles were burning yeah exactly they look back and they were like "Ooh, you need to work out more the stabbing and the hitting in the head didn't kill him uh- what? So William took the knife and slit his throat. Oh my God. Causing immediate death. Yeah. Did I say trigger warning yet? Because it gets worse. Worse than that? Worse than that. So Rosemary, Junior, Marianne, and William, so all of them, including the wife, yeah, cut up the body with a hacksaw <gasps> while cracking jokes. What? One of them cut off Senior's penis and offered it to Rosemary as a joke. No. Yes. No. Yes. Mm -mm. I could never. I don't even know how foul my father would have to be. I don't think I'd ever cut off his penis and present it to you and be like, (laughs) ha! (laughs) So funny. (laughs) Like a sock puppet. Yes, exactly. The remains were then put into six garbage bags where they were hidden along the Lake Michigan shoreline. Ooh. Yeah, gross. Uh. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. That's an odd way of disposing. Oh, disgusting. So William was given $6,700 uh-huh. and Paul Sr.'s truck as like a thanks for helping? Question mark? Interesting. <laughs> I, they were just kind of like, hey, pay the Tasmanian devil over there so that he doesn't come for us. Make him happy. Exactly. <laughs> Make him happy. Mm-hmm. And we got what we wanted, so we're all good. So this wasn't a very good plan, and they were caught pretty quick. Because there's garbage bags along the shoreline. Yep. It's like they almost got there. So about three months later, in June of 1983, mm-hmm. Rosemary, Paul Jr., Marianne, and William were all indicted in the murder of Paul Sr. Wow. They showed zero remorse for what they had done. Zero. Oh, clearly. William and Marianne admitted to the crime and explained their roles. Wow. Marianne would testify against her mother and brother. Wow. Yes. William's trial began... I was going to say, she didn't testify against her husband, but she technically can't. Yeah, yeah. William's trial began December of 1983. Okay. The murder happened in March, and now William's trial is in December. And the same year. Nice. Hey, you go Indiana police force over there for just, like, getting that together. Him and police. Yeah, and this was the 80s. Little golf clap. Yeah, yeah. At the trial, William recanted his confession. Oh. And he placed the entire blame on Paul Jr. Oh. Oh, yeah. Wow. Saying that he was the one that did the rage against the mm-hmm. Paul Cage. <laughs> he painted himself as a victim being a pawn in a demented family plot. Oh, like, hey, he's already got a criminal past. He'll take the fall. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, no, William is the brother-in-law. Yeah, who already has the criminal past, right? Oh, oh, oh yes, yes, yes. So William was found guilty on January 20th, 1980 and sentenced to death. <gasps> I assume that the evidence was overwhelming. Overwhelming. In a type of death like that. Mm-hmm. He waived his appeals on March 8th, 1984. Mm-hmm. And October 16th, 1985, the 37-year-old William was executed by electrocution. <gasps> A.K.A. the electric chair. Wow, that was still in the 80s. Yes. Oh my God. He was still breathing after the first admi- administration. No. Administration? Uh, I guess. Of 2,300 volts. He was still breathing. Didn't kill him. And he went through this three more times before he died. That's... Have you ever seen Green Mile? No. (gasps) You have to see it. You have to see the Green Mile. I think it was written by... Oh, gosh. Who's that? The It... Stephen, Stephen King. King. Yes. <laughs> what book is this? Yes. <laughs> it was written by Stephen King. You have to see Green Mile. That's messed up. If you tried once and then it didn't work, then be like, well, we tried. It's like attempted murder. They get off less. <laughs> <laughs> it was administered four times total before it worked. That's messed up. The Department of Corrections admitted The execution, quote, did not go according to plan. You think? (laughs) 
It took 17 minutes. Of just watching him. That's, That's awful. You gotta see Green Mile. You have to see Green Mile. Okay. When William wrote to explain why he wanted to waive his appeal, mm-hmm. he wrote, quote, I see no sense in wasting everybody's time. Wow. The best that could happen, I could end up doing 45 years, and I'm gonna die in prison anyway. So why? Why prolong it? Well, to me, being executed would be less than getting getting a tooth pulled it would just it would just be over with oh this poor man so he chose that because he thought it was gonna be instant quick he thought it was gonna be quick and then he roasted like a chicken yes so i said it took four attempts to execute him wouldn't a tooth pull be easier because you get it on the first well actually sometimes you don't get it on the first try sometimes you gotta try once or twice Uh dang execution was used in indiana until 1995 holy shit and then it switched to lethal injection i i mean wouldn't that just show you that you should stop what you're doing right there how can they continue to use it for a decade yeah so they began using the electric chair in 1913 uh-huh previous to that was hanging, hanging. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. I bet you were wondering what happened to the rest of the family. Yes. Marianne pled guilty to a charge of assisting in a crime and was sentenced to eight years in prison. Wow. Yes. She was brought from her prison that was nearby uh-huh. to see William after he was executed. Wow. That's interesting. Like a final visitation. It's always interesting to me how sometimes they grant that and sometimes they don't. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. In December 1983, Rosemary, the mom, Mm -hmm. and Paul Jr. were tried together. Wow. Maybe because she's his guardian and he was a minor, technically. He was 17 when the murder occurred. Uh Uh-huh. They were convicted on December 7th, 1983. Wow. They were both sentenced on December 28th, 1983. Mm -hmm. Rosemary was sentenced to 100 years on a charge of conspiracy to commit murder and son Paul was sentenced to 55 years on a charge of murder in the first degree. Interesting. Rosemary died on February 16th, 2012 Uh at the age of 86. In prison. And I believe she died in prison because it would have only been 29 years. Yeah. Paul Jr. only served 27 years of the 55. Whoa! No way, because he appealed or paroled or something. They just said that he gained early release wow he gained early release in 2009 the dumbass was rearrested on a parole violation oh god he traveled to michigan city alone violating the terms of his learner's permit wow because he because he drove alone with a learner's permit wow and he's so much older he's a grown man 45 but he was arrested when he was 17 and had a learner's permit (laughs) he did yeah oh man He was sent back to prison for an additional 10 months Uh and was released again in 2010. Okay. May 2010. Okay. On the evening of June 19th, 2010, Paul Jr., who was 45 years old at the time, was heavily intoxicated while riding his bike in Indianapolis. Oh. 
He was traveling at a high rate of speed down the wrong way on a road. He hit a pothole. Uh-huh. He flew off his bike uh and he nearly lost his entire face on the concrete. Nearly? He didn't? Doctors had to piece it back together. He like sheared his nose off. You can picture sliding on gravel. Like we've all been rollerblading or biking or something and fallen. Mm -hmm. And it's it's a different type of abrasion of cut up. Oh my god, on his oh, yeah. face. Yeah. He said he thought it was a puddle. Uh, but it was actually a large pothole. Uh-huh. I watched a TV interview about this whole thing and he kept his nose in a baggie in his freezer. No. No. Mm-mm. He sued the city, but the case was thrown out because his blood alcohol level uh -huh. and the speed he was going. The fact that he was going, going the, the wrong, wrong way. way. But it brought him back in the paper. Yep. Man who killed father. Wow. Good try, bro. Hurts his face. Yeah. <laughs> now you can spot him easier. It's in October 2013, Paul Jr. was convicted once again. This time, it was for trespass and attempted theft. Wow, man. He was released in March 2014, and he seems to be keeping his nose clean. Wow. <laughs> get it? It's in the freezer. Yeah. <laughs> yep. How does he think he can get away with everything or anything? I know. He has a very noticeable face now. Also, he's got a target on his back just from his name and the fact that he caught up his dad. Anyone in Indiana, be careful of Komayeti. So I assume that Marianne must be out too, probably, because she only had eight years, right? I'm thinking, yeah. Yeah. She really hasn't. There's nothing updated. She probably started over after all of that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd like to think. I'm thinking she probably moved. Yes. Moved out of Indiana. Well, that was crazy. Isn't that crazy? Yes. Oh, my God. Thank you for telling me that. I thought the Christmas story fun fact. I was like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, exactly. It started <laughs> so genuine. And you you could picture the town as like a leave it to beaver style uh -huh. place. Yes. And then all of a the sudden, there's a man with two faces out there cutting his father up. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Two-Face from Batman. Batman. Yes. Yeah. I think the guy who wrote Christmas Story narrated the movie. The first one? Yeah. I think he also narrated the movie. That totally makes sense. I've always wondered who that person is. Because mm -hmm. it's like, I can't place this voice. And I think maybe the only reason it's familiar is from the fact that it's this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, neighbors. Yes. Thanks for listening, neighbors. Go ahead. You can shut your windows in a little bit after you go on and make sure you rate and review. Yes. Give us some stars as long as they're five. Share the love of us if you haven't done so already. I feel like we haven't said that in a minute. Yeah, that's true. And five stars, please. Five stars. Yeah, exactly. Remember to rate. It really means a lot. Yes, it does. It, it really does. Yeah, we're doing really well. That's awesome. Everybody, please say something. Let us know that you like us. Let us know if there's anything you want us to change. And above all, make sure you listen to your mothers. And make good choices. Stay nosy, neighbors. Cheers. Cheers. 
Thank you for joining us. I'm Mary. I'm Kylie. And you've been listening to Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram at Sipping with Snapped, Twitter at Sipping Snapped, Facebook, Sipping with Snapped, a true crime podcast. Join our Patreon, Sipping with Snapped. And if you forget all that, go to our website, www.sippingwithsnapped.com. We've got links to everything. Cheers. Cheers! Logan, say I love you. Bye.